Vincent Lamb, and today I'm here with the cast and crew of Almost Home, which is one of the live-action short films, which has been shortlisted for an Academy Award this year. So, how cool! Uh, congratulations, guys! And re really nice that we've got like the the whole uh, cast with us today, and the writer and the producer. So, I'll, I'll just to start with, I'll just get each of you just to introduce yourselves. So, Nils, where are you? <laughs> You're there, right? Let's start with you. Go ahead, Nils. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. I'm Niels Keller, director and writer of Almost Home. And yeah, it's a great pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, great. Good to have you, uh, Niels. And John. So, John. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Jonas. Tell I'm the us your, your name and who you are. Okay, I think we'll ask you for one second. Say, so, yeah, I'm Jonas. I'm the producer. And so, uh, uh, Jeremiah, right. Um, just introduce yourself and tell us who you play. Uh, hey, I'm Jeremiah and I play Jacob. Yeah, and I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> Good to have you. And uh, Susanna. Um, hi, my name is Susanna Wolf and I was playing Nico, the mother in Almost Home. And Stefan. Uh, hello, Stephen, I'm Stefan Kampwirt. Yes, yeah, Stefan Kampwirt and I'm playing Tom, the father and former father of, uh, of Jonas and the former husband of Susanna. Right, and uh, George, you're with us as well, we, the DOP, right? Yes, I'm Georg Nikolaus, I'm the director of photography. Okay, great, okay, uh, good to have you all here. Yeah, I liked this film, it really kind of stood out for me, it's, it's different, isn't it? It was one of the first ones I watched, actually, because yeah, the, the log line kind of just made it stand out, and I was like, oh, I'll give that one a watch. So nice to see it here as one of the final 15. How did it feel, Nils, like when you saw Almost home there as uh, on the shortlist for the Academy Awards. Intensely humbling, let's say. We dreamed of being there, but still you can't like calculate with that. And uh, like it has already been a great journey going through the Student Academy Awards, being nominated there, receiving an award there, then being qualified for the Oscars, then making it to the to the shortlist right now. So this is all like a huge journey we never anticipated. And in a way it's a big honor for the for, for me but even more the whole team that all this effort and the, the things we got through for this production are kind of seen and liked and people find it relevant and are emotionally touched it feels so yeah it's very humbling right yeah it's it's a it's a heck of a journey isn't it like but it starts to feel worthwhile when you get to to this stage i i imagine you know so like to start with that uh, just tell us a little bit about the film and you know what what kind of sparked the the idea for you to 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 tell this story why why, why did you want to tell this story yeah it started with a with a newspaper article i read in april 2020 about a cruise ship that where the people were stuck on board not allowed to enter any country uh, because of COVID fear. And right. in the article was that actually a faction built on board of this uh, ship that actively thought about even if they were allowed to leave, if they should rather stay on board because it's safer there and the world got so crazy outside. And I thought like at first hand, this sounds stupid or how, how do they want to stay on a cruise ship? indefinitely or for two years but then next i thought maybe for every one of us there's a, there's a line somewhere which is very personal between safety and freedom and i i, I thought okay maybe the the coming two years i, I didn't know that it's going to be two years but the coming time 
will be about those decisions that we have to decide as a society, but also for our own, what we want to sacrifice for our safety. Yeah, yeah, I remember that article. I remember, I remember hearing about that that ship. And uh, interesting, though, that you're right. You decided to set this in space in the future. Like, is that something that has always interested you? That that setting, or, or to to make a sci-fi, or I mean, uh, were you more interested in just using that as a backdrop to explore these themes and the characters, or and, and that dilemma, or, or is 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 that a genre you're interested in, sci-fi? Yeah, I'd say I'm really in love with with genre itself and with the with the chances that are in there to create this backdrop and a bigger world to to talk about real world problems in the end. And in this specific case, um, the reason I thought it's it's best to set that in the spaceship was to get it as far away from COVID and on the one hand use this collective experience we had to kind of find a connection to a worldwide audience and to make it relevant and to, to share these thoughts. And on the other hand, not make it, make it about COVID and not about pandemics itself, but rather about what is a life worth living? How do we decide things in life? Where, where do we stop thinking about our safety and start taking risks for our freedoms as well? And it really felt like this is the perfect surrounding to to pinpoint that and to reduce it to the to the minimum of a mother son relationship with a father who's not present and to not have the whole society in that mix but really talk about the basic underlying emotions and feelings that are in there and the questions that are being posed right yeah okay so uh, so this is a student film of course right and so yourself and um jonas are, are in the same film school are you yeah so Jonas, like, like, what was it about like this film that made you want to work on 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 this one specifically? Yeah, Niels and I we met at film school. So uh, when he first pitched me the project, I was I was amazed by the concept of you know setting uh, this drama, this coming of age drama in space because it elevates the drama so much when when using the genre of sci-fi because it's more contained. So that was my first thought, and I was amazed by by the idea, and then thought, okay, this is quite ambitious for a short. <laughs> And then the whole process started you know, to convincing partners and we were happy to attach so so many partners like Ari, for example, really helped us through the whole process of, of producing this. So I'm, I'm super happy that this is such a huge team effort and so many people, um, I don't know, gave a real lot for, for, for this movie and to make this happen and to make things happen here. Um, so, and yeah, we always have to find our creative ways of working around because we did not have the budget to, I don't know, that we say, okay, we can afford this, we can afford that. Mine's never like that, but yeah, especially it was, yeah, it was uh, important to find creative ways to, to work around. So just to give you an insight, we could not afford a proper stage. We have to rent the old hall that was before used uh, by the wastewater management. So uh, smell was kind of an issue <laughs> during the shooting, but yeah, that was, I don't know, our way of, of working around and, and to make uh, things happen here. So, and, and now it's, it's a great honor to, to be shortlisted among these other great filmmakers. Right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Great, great to be there. So, right. Before I go to the cast, I see film business has a question uh, here. Um, and they were just asking about the, the casting process. So, so before we get to the cast, Nils, do you want to, do you want to tell us a little bit about the process of, of casting it? Uh, you know, were you already familiar with the cast? So, uh, we, we were very, very happy and lucky to, to get this cast we, we had on the film because especially uh, Susanna and Stefan, they are quite renowned actors in Germany. 
So basically the casting process here was writing a love letter and, 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 and asking them if they want to be on board and right. this project because like Please do my <laughs> did incredible projects before and like for Susanna especially, there was this film named Stücks, which won a German film award. There, where where she already played kind of a role of a of a very multi layered character that was really fighting on her own and, and for me it was important in casting the the mother in the story to not just have a mother there but in like an independent woman and uh, someone who has normally a very own life going on and now mm. has to be that mother as well which like sparks conflict because she is not used to this uh, everyday feelings of a teenager one to be in love and running the world and whatever but she's more like this scientist rational and so on and stefan uh, played in, in uh, also in, in the series dark which might be known in, in the us so it was great also having him on board right yeah dark is it is that what you said yeah on, on netflix yes yeah i know yeah. stephanie yeah, from that and um and sticks straight as well yeah so uh susanna so right so you get this love letter from nils right um uh, and you know, what, what was it that drew you to the project that, that got you interested in in this and, and made you say yes um yes it was it was it was love letter as well so it was very nice this letter and i was really interested in the story or the, the relationship between a mother or a woman of my age and uh, a young man of 16, 17, which, or who is her son. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much in this kind of relationship according to family. So it's on one hand, it's a relationship between a man and a woman, so to say, but it's not the, the normal heterosexual relationship but there, so there is kind of love there's kind of hate there's kind of knowing each other and whatever but on a on a different state of mind would on under different conditions and this is what i'm really much interested in whatever so and especially with with a 17 year old boy in that case so it's different uh, to play a mother relationship, mother-son relationship to uh, yeah, a 17-year-old boy or a, 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 a child normally. And so this was the most important thing and that it seems to be an, a very intimate play. I like this kind of working in, a, in, an, in an intimate uh, way of not that's a, a huge cast or whatever, mass scenes or so. <laughs> And right. the other hand was like being interested in and in, in flying in, in, in zero gravity. <laughs> so I thought, let's go. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you find that? I mean, did you find <laughs> that a, a, a hindrance? Like, was it uh, kind of hindering your performance or did you allow it not to get in the way of the acting? Well, I, I would say it's everything. It's 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 very stupid, or it feels very stupid <laughs> to hang on the sails and and be pushed. And and you play. It's it, we are gorgeous, and we, it's so far away. It, it, now it's Hollywood, <laughs> but it's not. So, and and on the other end, it's 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 very exciting because it. In the end, when I and I saw the film, I was completely amazed by the result. I can't believe it that it really worked. Right. So, yeah. especially the, the the beginning scene with Jeremias when when the camera turns and you can see him lying on his 
back, so to say, in the air. It's, it's right. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So and, that's one of the questions here from Je Jenny Kermode. Right. Right. She was asking about, uh, it says, most short films, you know, are made on low budgets. If that was the case for you, you know, how did you go about creating the environment and space and, and simulating the, the weightlessness and the zero gravity? And that, do you want to talk about that, Nils or, or George? Or how did, how did you do that? Because it, it looks very convincing, you know, and, and that's a big part of what, what sells the film, right? George, do you want to go? Yeah. So when, George, right. Yeah. You're the, you're the DOP. So tell us how you kind of went about it. Yeah. Yeah. Show yeah we, it. it looks great. I mean, you know, I, I'm totally convinced by it as well. The zero gravity looks brilliant. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear. We, we tested a lot uh, in, in beforehand. And I would say that like most of the most of the part with the most convincing stuff was really having the actors doing a really good job of just going like this and this and just mimicking everything. And then on the other hand, having a stabilized camera system on a Steadicam arm and then operating it remotely so that everything was floating. So little things where you had to fake the the weightlessness with the with the body movement we could enhance with the with the camera movement so we tried okay. to so because all like this technical stuff of having the actors on wires on with harnesses mm -hmm. everything takes a lot of time and also there's a lot of different angles you have to avoid otherwise you would see the wires and would mm -hmm. be crossing the, the face and stuff like this and also we couldn't um, afford too many of the of the wire removals so we had to fake a lot right you had to and, remove those actually, right in post right so i yeah. imagine that's quite time consuming isn't it like yeah, to definitely. Go frame, so frame, right we had very li limited days of uh, like the stunt crew and also there i mean even like Jeremias when he's like putting stuff from his booth to take to take to earth in the beginning in the prologue we were just so amazed when I was following him around with this gimbal system and everyone looking at the mm. monitor and was like, okay, this, this guy is flying. So yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a huge, huge shout out to the actors for, for uh, really great. No, it's, yeah, it seems very polished. Like, so yeah, congratulations. And it looks great, you know, um, right, so Jeremiah, right. Tell us what it was like for you, uh, working on this uh, tell us uh, as well you know tell us a little bit about your um your, your character as well and, and what's going through his his head in in yeah. this, this kind of dilemma yeah. i i also want to say something about the, the day of shooting georg mentioned because it was actually great fun because we have to, had to learn how to move as if we would float when in fact we were just standing and it looked really bad in the beginning so we had to <laughs> like a lot of work in it i and i remember that i kept on sending daily updates to Niels. <laughs> and on that day, it was the day where Jacob was cleaning his room. We were basically like, it was some weird way of dancing together because we couldn't use the rigging because of like, it wasn't, there was not enough space. And so Georg and I did like a weird dance. And for me, it was basically like a really long squat. And he had like all these kilos of camera equipment on his back. So it was really, really exhausting but in the end i mean i'm i'm just really grateful that we to have been part of these experiments because we didn't know if it would work mm. like, when you say when you say you were sending daily updates uh, i mean you, you were doing like little tests every like over the course of the rehearsal period right 
are we using wired or or how how are you trying to simulate the uh, zero yeah. gravity? It's it's more like because there's there's logic behind all movement in space, of course. It was just trying like trying to to mimic it without using anything. And okay, right, yeah, right. Like, like yeah. press over a wall and mm -hmm. right. So like tell me a bit about you know your character and you know how you know were you able to relate to a character like that? Have you got a mother who's like <laughs> overly concerned about you? And have you had conversations like this with, with your own mother? No, I didn't. I, I, my parents are actually quite. I mean, like I think in the beginning, the isolation got me because I mean we all experienced some sort of isolation during the last years, and we just came out of a lockdown when we started shooting, and I was so afraid of jeopardizing the shooting that I stayed in, stayed in isolation during the whole time. Like my friends and my family started meeting to again and. It right. Was, pretty like it was hard so i guess that made it way easier to empathize with jacob in the beginning and then he's just like a young guy who who desires to to become independent and self-determined i mean in, what i what i liked about the script is that he comes closer to his wish when he decides to stay with his mother in the end Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a it's an interesting dilemma, and you know, lovely uh, connection between you and your mother. I think you know on screen, and you know, did did you also feel that off screen? Did you have much time to work together with Susanna and Stefan, or w w was there a rehearsal period? Or yeah, or, or we, you put straight into it. No, we 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 had like uh, I think yeah, we had many days where we were like talking. And also, like we re we rehearsed before, but uh, I remember one day, the day we shot the scene where Jacob is doing his first steps, when Susanna came to me just shortly before we started the first take, and she was like, she uh, suggested that we should turn or spin, like spin in circles before the shot, uh, before the take, because most astronauts experience like strong balance dis disturbances or like vertigo when they re-enter gravitation. And so we did that um, before before the take. Like, it was great, it worked. And, <laughs> but the thing is that we had like, it worked so well that we did it for every take. And so <laughs> right. minutes, we were like both so dizzy that we crashed into a shelf and <laughs> that design wasn't too happy about it. But uh, <laughs> that's a great story about how, how we were working together and it, it was great fun and yeah. Right, right. Okay, okay. So, uh, Stefan, yeah, uh, great to great to have you with us. Like, we know you from Dark, of course, right? Which is on Netflix. Like, I think it's probably worldwide. Like, I've been watching it here, and it's great. You know, so nice to nice to meet you. So, you play the the father of this kid. You know, and, and what I find interesting about it is that you know each of the characters has a different outlook. You you all have a, a slightly different perspective and take on it. You know, because like the dad is kind of maybe more on. Um, on on the sun side uh, in in the film, but you also still feel a, a very nice connection. So uh, tell us just a bit about your character and kind of what's going through your head as as the character and also how you approached uh, that. Thank you for having me. And well, the the answer why I'm in this piece is of course very easy because it was a great script, and that's what it was. And if you read it and if you're clever enough to know that it's a good script, you say yes. 
And that's on the one hand. On the other hand, I like to work with students in a way because it's a great working with people doing their first steps. And then I love the setting. I love the uh, setting in space. I mean, I'm not in space in a way I am, in a way I'm not. I love this claustrophobic setting. I love the drama, the family drama. It's about uh, parents, parents knowing what's good for their son or pretending to know what's good for their son. It's about letting go. It's about growing up and all this and um, dysfunctional family. And the setting is, you know, like reducing everything uh, to a point where, where it hurts. And of course, my, my character has a great longing for his son because he didn't see him for, I don't know, what is it, two years? About two years. Just, you know, like um, teleporting himself up there, which is probably not a nice experience to have. But uh, So he, ha he stands in between making a good decision for his son and uh, his emotions having him back. So this was, uh, this I liked, I liked to play. Yeah, like very interesting. No, I mean, you do, like, you definitely get that sense of connection between you and the son. And then there's there's moments where you're talking to Susanna's character uh, directly, you know. And I think actually the decision to to use you as a hologram was was, was very clever because, it, you know, there's, there's moments where you kind of reach out and it, and it feels like you're you're almost there in the room, like as opposed to just looking at you on a screen. So yeah, Nils, do you want to talk a bit about that? I mean, was, was that a decision that you... Uh, had made, I mean, because, you, you know, it's the future, so you can kind of, you know, you use anything, right? But I thought the idea of a hologram was, was uh, really interesting. It kind of, it makes uh, Stefan's character feel like he's, he's right there. Yeah, um, I'd say that the hologram is really one of the things that pinpoint this idea that if we go to space and use that sci-fi genre, we are using everything of that in order to to elevate the emotion and the drama and to give like a face to this situation of being, as you said, almost there. And of this, the, the, the father is feels nearly as strong a character as the mother in this thing until the moment he's being switched off and he's not there anymore. And this, this kind of story idea to, to say, it's a person that feels very close, literally, in that, that spaceship. And it's a difference from what he experienced two years before, where he couldn't have that kind of conversation with his father. Kind of was there to, to elevate this idea that we are, this, this story is happening at a moment where pretty much everything is on the table and he can almost touch Earth and he can almost touch his father and he can almost hear the birds and he can almost he's almost there but in fact he's not there's a big gap between him right on there and yeah. if he decides to go down he can't go back and if he goes back he can't go down and this is literally a crossroad in his life whatever he decides to do will have these consequences that are non-reversible and he's like very close to both options but can't see the future Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's yeah, it's very very interesting um, kind of a setting. Yeah, you know, to to play out this this drama. I, I think you know, and I mean, really, that's what it is. It's it's a drama, you know, against the backdrop of, of all of this. So right, there's, there's lots of questions. I didn't, I didn't, didn't so much. I I mean, we wrote those scenes where father and son see the first time in in months. 
but I never anticipated how emotional that can be, at least in my, like, as it felt for me, like even standing on set with, with the both of them, it was so such a big moment where you really felt that Jeremiah, Jeremiah had this feeling of having been away for two years and, and Stefan was in that feeling. And it like, it really felt like, okay, this is what it feels like when you, after two years, you see each other in that format as well. Like other scenes where Susanna was playing with, with Jeremias and I had the feeling, okay, these two actors found this, this idea or pinpointed what it must feel like to be in space on such a small room for two years and still be a mother and a son, but maybe a bit too close. And on the other hand, distance because you have to save yourself from going crazy because you can't you can't come too close to the other person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like so there was I, I, I thought that was quite interesting. There's a conversation between uh Stefan and Susanna's character, you know, where he kind of uh drops it and it's quite a shock to you where, where he says that, you know, that oh well he told me that you know he'd he'd rather be back down here in his wheelchair in pain, you know, where I mean, there's a certain um, freedom, I suppose, isn't there, when he's when he's up in space because there's, there's zero gravity, so um, he can he can move more freely. Um, and maybe the mother thought this was a, a help. So it was. I, I thought that was very interesting to kind of see how the, they both had a different point of view on that and a perspective, you know, on on that. You know, um, that was a lovely performance as well because you know, like Susanna's character, it felt quite crushing to you, you know, when you hear that news. So yeah, it was lovely, lovely drama that that played out. I, I presume that's one of the reasons that that brought you to the project, was it? I mean, the the, the drama between you and and Stefan and 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 yourself and, and Jeremiah is, is is that is that part of the what what made you want to 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 work on the film? Yes, for me, for me, for sure. I was I just saw the film uh, yesterday uh, once again, and I was so surprised. That I uh, that I realized again, um, but but not so clearly as the first time, that it's 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 more drama than a, a science fiction. It's based on science fiction, or it's surrounded by science fiction. But it's so so there's so much tender, especially between the young girl and the boy in the beginning, and uh, and also in the spaceship and because it's so reduced. Everything is so reduced. There's there's no every each thing you can see in the film is <clears throat> is useful and it's not like we can show you all the books so we can show you all the buttons we we need and we don't need just to show you it's expensive or it's important or something and this is something which which really got me when i saw the film yesterday again that everything is yeah reduced and so clear and so in a way very very beautiful because it's so yeah, there's so much love in it. And I have to admit, I wasn't sure if if we or Niels is able to to show this. So the, so I was I was thinking or I thought it 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 would be more science fiction than a drama. And right now I would say it's much more drama than science fiction. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt as well. I mean, I thought there was lovely drama in it, but you know, also uh, a nice uh, ambiguous um conflicts going on where you know it's kind of asked the audience what, what would you do you know and and you really have to think about it because uh, uh you know it's it's not an easy decision you know i mean you're like like which is which is worse like we need to weigh it up you know 
you know, there's a certain freedom that he has, you know, in space, but uh, but then there's a danger back on, on Earth. So, so yeah, I, th I thought it was really played out really nicely and, and lovely subtle performances by, by all of the, the cast. So well done. Um, so I better get to some of these questions. Right? There's lots of questions from journalists here. So Cinerama uh, magazine asks, they said, the film looks like a big budget blockbuster. You know, how did you achieve such a polished film on the budget you had? Uh, so uh, Jonas, do you want to do you want to talk a bit about that? I mean, I, I, what was the budget for the film? I mean, you don't have to tell us if you don't want to, but it does look, it looks really polished, you know, and, and um, you know, it's, it's um, certainly doesn't look like a student film. It, it looks like a, like a very polished blockbuster. So yeah, was that one of the biggest challenges for you? Well, first of all, thank you. That's, <laughs> that's lovely to hear. I think it was kind of a challenge, as I said in the beginning, because the project was ambitious and it was, the second thought I, I had on this project say, okay, that's kind of a challenge to, to to realize. And how did we do that? Certainly not with money. Um, as I said, it was always finding creative ways of working around. So what do we really need? Um, I don't know how, who could probably help us. And we were very happy and I'm super grateful that we were able to attach such great partners like Ari, who helped us along the whole process. And um, as I said, you know, uh, we could not afford a proper stage. Then we rented an old hall and tried to build our own stage. So that was ways of, of working around um, the budget. And uh, I'm super happy that Niels and, and, and Georg uh, as well always were open-minded to discuss every decision again and again. And then we tried to find a solution together. Okay that fits the budget somehow, but it also fits the creative vision and we don't lose the creative vision because it was important to, to all of us um, working working on this one. So um, yeah, there was no, I don't know, no decision we could easily solve with just spending money um, on it. Every, we have to think about everything twice, I would say. Um, so yeah, that's that's how we achieved mm. that. And yeah, it's great, great to hear that. Um, <laughs> well, no, nice. a lot of work, like a lot of skill and, and everything went into it, but it, it does pay off. It, you know, it does feel very polished. It's 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 great. I was I was surprised when I when I saw it was it was a student film. You know, and, and of course it, it won the Academy Award, the Student Academy Award, didn't it? Right. So yeah, yeah tell us a bit about that. What was that like, uh, Neil? I mean, that that must have been a, a huge moment uh, for for the film, right? Yeah, sure. One one thing to add, maybe like to your question, why 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 it looks so polished? I think like big big uh, props go out to to Georg and and the visual effects person Lucas Fett, um, who like both worked endlessly together, like two years. Uh, sometimes together with me. Sometimes they were meeting, and and we pre pre visualized a lot of things and did a lot of trial and error like with with, with georg we did um we used this 3d model of the spaceship the production designer had made to really find each and every angle in that spaceship and do every shot beforehand because otherwise it wouldn't have fit the the the, the shooting schedule and it wouldn't have like we had to know where to take off a ceiling then we had to calculate is it possible and do we have enough time to do that on that shooting day so it was really negotiating with all departments based on all those idea ideas the georg together with with me sometimes alone came up to make this thing happen and like also with the with the hologram we figured out okay we need three shots to make the people believe that there is an actual hologram there and the rest 
can be done easier or we need 10 shots to make the suspension of disbelief for the zero gravity the rest we can fake and uh, do much more on the time schedule and i like I, I have been working with Georg like for eight years now, almost since the beginning of, of film school. And during that time, it's it's amazing to 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 talk with him and make things happen, develop these ideas, keep on pushing, then being very practical uh, again and finding very exotic ideas, and to develop this language where it's not just about covering the script in the end, but really have some poetic moments in there and those moments you can't put into words or interacting and it's yeah it has been a very long process and as well like lucas fed the visual effects guy who pretty much did everything of the visual effects on his own locking himself into a room for one and a half years and um mm. yeah this is this is some of the the, the reasons it was right it took that long did it in post was it right yeah. about a year and a half was it yeah and then maybe coming back to your other question about the Student Academy Award, like after this long process where everything was like very small, tiny steps with, we did like lists of what has to be done and has priorities and visual effects, what can we afford and what not. There was a lot of struggle doing certain things. We had to re-edit stuff because the zero gravity didn't work here and there. And then in the end, come out of this and being being honored so much by, by the Academy voters, by the audience, by the press, by people asking like about the story and, and really conveying to us that to them, there was the, the story and the characters first, and then came the technical part, which also looked polished. That's a great feeling here after all this this work where we sometimes weren't certain it all will work out or the time will be enough or what we can do will be enough to do it. And um, yeah, I can just thank everybody in the, in the team and supporting this, that they kept on believing in this project because it wasn't always easy. And uh, yeah, it's very humbling to be here at this moment now in front of the Academy, in front of the voters who all know how films are being done and can really judge it and they don't have to like it but there are people who like it and I'm I'm very thankful for every person that that that's touched by the film yeah so that's a question here actually by just celeb uh, magazine uh, you know what do you think makes audiences connect with the film and I, I think you kind of touched on it a little bit there uh, is there anything you wanted to add to that Nils I mean, the, 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 I think everyone connects very individually, and that was also the goal here, to, to have such a broad kind of happening in a way, and also specific, that people can connect from various directions and are not forced to have, having, have lived exactly through the same situation. And like, in my, in my view, it's, it's on the one hand that we all have gone through COVID in one way or another and had to ask ourselves kind of these questions about how do we protect family, what do we want for ourselves, where do we put ourselves first, where others, parents were discussing or arguing with their children and it can be very individual because this is the situation and um, another thing that's I think very universal is this idea of like growing up and fighting with your parents about the right moment where you can make your own life decisions and the idea was to combine these two in order to talk about this very grand question we have to pose to ourselves 
a billion times in life would like risk it or do a stay safe and it can be a job it can be it can be so many things and i the idea was to break it down to these core elements of, of human interaction and, and longing and love and these things right yeah there's, I mean, there's a very human story there you know so i can see why uh, audiences are are connecting with it as, as they are it's yeah it's um yeah yeah and you're not necessarily expecting that from a sci-fi i i think you know actually there's a question here it's a jenny commode says science fiction and genre films more generally you know rarely get much attention at the oscars uh does that make you you know more excited to be shortlisted or do you feel that uh, uh attributes uh, sorry or do you feel you know, that attributes are beginning to you know change more broadly you know the fact that this is a sci-fi film and that it's unusual to to have that uh attention from the academy yeah i mean i'm, I'm like pretty happy that the the concept worked and the people are seeing that drama there because for the next projects we are we are planning these are also genre films with an emotional core some i'm i'm, I'm pitching together with jonas and, and his, his production company because like we did this film and think we can do the next one and it's 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 very i mean it's as i said it's it's humbling in a way but also gives you a lot of power or or, or self-confidence to really tell people that you would like to tell a horror film that's coming of age and has an emotional core and all these things to 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 say that we are confident that genre and drama can meet at a relevant point for audiences that are not just interested in the genre but want to see something that's human or touches them or that feels relevant and that they feel they can connect with so it, it feels coming from this student background and all of a sudden standing in front of the academy it feels like this opportunity to at least tell the people this is another story i'd like to tell and it has those core elements we are using at almost home but more than that it's different as well and it's, it's another story right good okay looking forward to that <laughs> um so uh, jeremiah right here's there's a question here actually that i think you're probably you know the most suited <laughs> to answer and it's from jenny Kermode again as she says it's rare to see uh chronologically ill people uh centered in film you know so did you have any personal experience to draw on um on where that was concerned and uh you know did you do much research into that i mean i mean uh into um the the disability your your character has in the film yes we we did um research and it started with uh nias asking me already for the audition to think about jacob's disease which mainly causes pain and stiffens his uh, joints so i remember it, i mean it sounds stupid but um i remember uh starting to to uh, tape my joints and when that felt like still too mobile i i taped a broomstick it was a first stage i taped a broomstick from um from my back to my right ankle uh, and i did that while <laughs> lying on the floor so the first real um, thing i found out, out was that i couldn't stand up anymore and i had to call for my roommate and you can imagine how she she looked at me when she found me and later on we were like talking with experts and decided on an orthosis, which uh, I was uh, wearing on my right knee, and which um, limited my mobility uh, uh, severely. Yeah. 
Right. Okay. So uh, her next question was, you know, how was the film influenced by, you know, your own experience or isolation during COVID? I mean, did that, did that help you with your character at all? Um, yes. Yes, it did. I, I mean, um, I wasn't living in Munich and I had to cross the border before I came um, to the uh, to Munich in order to prepare and stuff. So because I crossed the border, I had to isolate for two weeks completely alone. And I was alone with the script. So of course, all, all the feelings and the emotions which came up because I couldn't see a person influenced my view on the on the script and my my entire yeah connection to to Jacob who really needs to yeah he he needs friends like like everybody does and people people to touch and something and I guess yeah of course yeah it was influenced by by the situation okay so um Nils, what, what would you what would you hope for people audiences to to take away from uh the film you know after after watching it well what, what would you like them to to be left with and do you think there's a message there or, or something that, that you'd like them to come away with? Yeah, I tend to say because like our, our goal was not to give answers, but, but to pose questions about these things that uh, the takeaway is that life isn't easy and takes a lot of various paths. And uh, the only solution to emotionally survive is that we kind of start trusting in each other and connect with each other and find each other as a as a as the support to to go through these things because like life is not predictable and like i think the pandemic has teached so many of us that it can take very cruel turns maybe through losing a relative or being stuck at home or having to give up your dream and that or to having having to postpone it and um yeah i think we should really go back to this this notion that in the end it's it's we as people helping each other going through these things and sticking together and uh, being strong as, as a society but also as families or friends or whatever constellation it doesn't have to be the classical ones okay so well there's one question here just for susanna that just came in i see from nanny cardenas yeah um so she asks, how much of yourself do you find uh, in your character susanna how how I found into my character, excuse me. How much of yourself uh, would you find in your character? I mean, were you able to relate to uh, your, your character as your mother, like from your own experiences? Or how, how far away was the character from who you are? Like, uh, like uh, Niels mentioned in the beginnings, um, it, it, it also reminded me uh, of a character already played in Stuck. So, and it, it was, it was also a combination of um, of so to say, two professionals and one person. And Stix is that she's a sailor and she's also a doctor. And in that case, I would say she's a mother and she's a sci scientist. So um, I think the 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 biggest challenge for me was to to load up the sentences, which were mostly a technical. Um, according to the situation of, of on the earth or in the spaceship or according the the state of illness of of, of um, Jacob, uh, yeah, to fill up with emotions, but not to be too concerned uh, in order to um, not to how do you say to disconcert my 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 son, 
So, and so it, yeah, it, it reminded me on, on the, on the character of Stuck. So uh, the, the, the other director forced me to stay calm. And I can remember that it was more or less also a, a topic where a discussion with, with Niels or between us. And, but I would, I would like to, to add something else, which just came up to my, to my head when I was listening to, to the answer of, of needs. What, what do we want people to, to go home with, with which, uh, with, uh, what kind of thought? And I was thinking, according to this time, we, we have been through now, everybody of, of us is the different perspective of time. Uh, you flipped Anna. Oh, no, <laughs> just changed the position. Uh, so the the different perspective of time. So because when I watched the film yesterday, I just realized for me as the mother, being I don't know forty five or fifty, two years are are different than two years to my son. So he just fell in love, and he has to. I think he has to to believe that that the girl is waiting for him that this uh, this relationship which is still in the beginning will will last maybe for 2 years and, uh, and also the father who's waiting for 2 years now 2 years more so what all these all these different perspectives now and when I when I look out and talk to people so 2 years are uh, can be 10 years and for another person it's just half a year you know what i mean this is yeah this came up to my heart when i was listening what 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 you can also see in this film well congratulations i, th I thought it was like really beautiful performances like from all of the cast you know um, um what an achievement like to be able to make that as a, a student film and 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 it's so polished you know it's it's, it's remarkable really what what you you've been able to do with it um, you know, but like, I think overall, you know, it's, it's a film, you know, with you know lovely uh, themes and characters all set against this uh, backdrop, you know, which is, which is really quite timely and, and you know, audiences are, are obviously uh, relating to it and connecting with it, you know, so, so I wish you the very best of luck with it. It's been really great having you and talking to you all. And uh, thanks to all the journalists as well for joining us. Really enjoyed chatting with you all. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Thank uh, you. Take care, guys. Yeah, and best of luck.